With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Great to be back from vacation, or as the Danettes like to say, load management. Coming up, the best shooter in college basketball. We'll get to phone calls, as we always do. Every Monday, best and worst of the weekend, what you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Also, Big Perk, Kendrick Perkins from the Mothership will stop by. Had an unbelievable comeback by the Lakers yesterday against the Mavs and an unbelievable individual performance with Dame Lillard, who went for 71 against the Houston Rockets. Seton, what is the poll question? I don't even know if we addressed that in the first hour of the show. No, we didn't, Dan, um, but I could tell you we put up uh, two, actually, in oh, the first hour. Okay. The new MLB rules are off to a great start or a complete disaster. Okay. 62% right now say it's off to a great start. Yeah. I like the positivity. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Then I also put up there, would you rather a, ga- a baseball game be over two hours and 50 minutes or under two hours and 50 minutes? All right. Right now, <laughs> 88% say under two hours and 50 yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. And, and if they could get in the ballpark of two hours, two and a half hours, then I'm fine with that. I remember when Greg Maddox used to pitch. It'd be a little over two hours. Mark Burley, like, you know, they would be, let's go. Get in there. Get in the batter's box. Shout out to efficiency. Yeah. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download the app. And also uh, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, nearly 400 cities around America that carry this program. I mentioned coming up. The uh, best shooter in college basketball, Caitlin Clark, Iowa basketball junior guard, hit the game winner against Indiana, and uh, Indiana number two in the nation. You got the Big Ten tournament coming up, and Caitlin Clark joins us on loan from Iowa. All right, Caitlin, take me into the huddle. Final plays drawn up, less than two seconds to go. What was said? Honestly, we were kind of looking to get the ball for a layup at the rim. We kind of ran a play. We thought our the four player would switch out and they would double team me, which they didn't end up doing. They kind of put the person that was guarding the inbounder in the middle of the lane, so that wasn't open. And I was the second option for the three. Um, and lucky enough, I thought our our post player Monica Sinano set a really really good screen. Kind of hit the girl and she almost fell over a little bit, which gave me a second to get it off. And you know, it's a play we practice we practice and practice all the time against our blue squad, um, which are our managers and practice boys. So. Um, you know, we had been through that situation quite a few times, and, you know, 1.5 seconds was plenty of time for me to get it off. When was the last time you didn't have a green light in a game to shoot whenever you <laughs> oh, wanted to? 
honestly, you know, I'm lucky enough to play for a coach that, you know, has kind of given me the keys to the offense since I got here. You know, we had a we had a point guard that had graduated right before I came to campus and went to the WNBA. So, you know, that's one of the reasons I came here. Wait, I mate, go back to grade school, Caitlin. When did you when's the first time you were allowed to shoot whenever you wanted to? Oh, man. Um Honestly, probably as long as I can remember. Um, you know, I kind of always was a little more gifted on the offensive end. Um, you know, I grew up watching the game. I had an older brother that played basketball. So I always tagged around with a lot of boys. And I think, you know, that kind of helped me, like, develop my offensive skill set at a younger age, a little faster than most people would. Um, and then when I made that transition from boys basketball to girls basketball, I was, you know, already kind of a step ahead. Um, and, you know, I always had the will to want to be better, um, you know, and I played up usually throughout AAU. Like when I was in eighth grade, I was playing with like 10th graders, 11th graders. So, um, you know, it, it kind of was an easy transition for me in high school and college because I've already played against those girls that are quite a bit older than me. When did you first notice the way Steph Curry played and what impact has that had on you? I think I started really watching the NBA probably like really closely eighth or eighth grade or, or in high school um you know and i i loved always having it on um and i think steph curry i mean he's the most exciting player in all of all of basketball men's women's college pros whatever it is um and i, I don't know i just think you know what i love about it i think you know, it says how exciting women's basketball can be. You don't see Steph Curry dunking the basketball every single night. It's the way he shoots the basketball, and women can do that too. Um, so I think when people understand that, they can understand how good the women's game is because the players in the women's game are very, very skilled, uh, just like Steph is. Um, but the way he shoots the ball, gets into it with the crowd, um, you know, those are a lot of the things that I love to do too. How would you do shooting threes? Oh, I would lose. For Steph, come on. But you would love the challenge. Oh, absolutely. I would totally sign up to lose to him. Who wouldn't? If he came to Iowa, like, you know, home court advantage. Oh, I might make one or two on him, but I mean, he's too. No, consistent. no, no. You guys are just shooting the racks. Oh, on my home court, I'd be able to keep it hopefully a little closer. Um, but I mean, I think insane. you're you're being humble. I think if he came to <laughs> Iowa and and you're there home court. And the fans are there. You think I got a chance? Uh, you're the best shooter in college basketball right now, <laughs> it, you know, men or women. Uh, but I'm curious, have you ever been yelled at for shooting too far out? Oh, absolutely. Oh, um, you I have? Okay. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, Coach Bluter's obviously given me a green light, and she knows those are shots I can make, and those are shots that I practice. Um, and I think, you know, when she under understands that, you know, that's why she allows me to take them. But I think, you know, learning time and score when we need them, when we don't. Um, and, you know, just going back and watching film. Those are, you know, I usually go back and, and watch it with her. And we talk about usually every shot I take, good or bad, make or miss. So, um, you know, there are, are some that we could probably get rid of at times. But um, when you've made a couple, you get a couple heat checks. And she definitely allows that, which, <laughs> is, which is pretty fun, too. Uh, how important was the uh, Chiefs Super Bowl victory? Oh, that was awesome. I'm a huge Chiefs fan. I actually went to the game um, on Christmas Eve with my family versus the Seahawks um, at Arrowhead, which was pretty fun. Pretty fun Christmas gift. Um, they, they got it done. It was a freezing one, but it was super fun. Have you met Mahomes? Uh, I didn't meet Mahomes. He ran like right past me, but I saw he tweeted about me yesterday. Um, and he's reached out to me like uh, and DM'd me a couple times just saying how fun I am to watch. And um, but I mean... Come on, he's like the most exciting football player maybe ever. Um, so 
Maybe there's a little comparison between me and him and what we do. A little unorthodox. Yeah. That, you're entertainers. How's that? That's fair. That's oh, fair. Okay, but do you hear like LeBron or uh, Kevin Durant? Did Kevin Durant reach out to you? Yeah, I, th I think maybe my freshman and my sophomore year. I know definitely last year. Uh, Isn't he that wild? Like you're going, wait, who who's watching? <laughs> I know, it's pretty crazy. Because uh, those are the people like I idolized and grew up watching. Um, and to see them comment about your game or know that they were watching you and your team, it's, it's pretty crazy. It makes you kind of kind of take a step back and, and love it for a second. How important is the WNBA to you? Very important. That's where I want to be. But, you know, I have another year here and possibly one more after that just because of COVID. So um, probably we'll have to make a decision on that sometime next year. I really have no clue if what I'm going to do is stay for an extra year or or leave after next year. But, um, you know, I love watching the WNBA. I, I remember really vividly my dad taking to me to my first ever WNBA game. Maya Moore was my favorite player growing up. She played for the Minnesota Lynx. So um, it was pretty convenient. That was only a four-hour trip from, you know, where I grew up. And I really remember, you know, getting to watch her versus Sue Bird in the Seattle Storm. Um, and that was like my first ever experience with the WNBA when I was really young. Would you take a pay cut, though, if you go to the WNBA? Uh, not necessarily. I think that's what gets lost sometimes. I think people don't understand, you know, NIL, like it's still kind of a thing when you get into, you know, pro sports too. Like you still have all those endorsements, you still have, you know, the sponsorships and whatnot. So uh, you're basically just a professional athlete with that on top of it too. Um, you know, which was, so it's not really something that I would factor into my decision of staying or going too much. When's the last time a professor asked for an autograph? Oh, professor. I don't know about an autograph, but they definitely do love to say st say stuff to me in class, which is fun. Um, you know, having professors that, you know, watch you and understand the game is, is always very nice. <laughs> well, congratulations so far. What uh, what classes uh, do you have today? Oh, actually, Mondays are my day with no class, which is really nice. Mm. But next, but tomorrow I got financial management and marketing research. So, you know, got it loated up on Tuesdays. Wait, that is that one class that you have? On Tuesday? I, only have, I have two, but I, I take some online, too. I take four classes. Oh, come on. Hey, I'm getting close to getting my degree, so. But you would you would seriously consider staying two more years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I think I just, like, love this place. I love getting to play in front of a sold-out crowd every single night. Um, I don't know. I love college basketball. I don't know. It would be hard to leave. I think what we've been, what we've been able to build has been super special too. Um, but more than anything, I, you know, I love this program. I love getting to play for Coach Bluter. I love getting to play with my best friends. You know, they're not only my teammates, but I hang out with them every second off the court. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, it all it'd be really hard to leave that, um, especially you know when you know you can go to the WNBA even the year after that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's pros and cons to both sides. And I think, you know, it's been hard for a lot of college athletes to decide what to do, uh, just because, you know, there are pros of staying in college, but also, you know, your dream of reaching the next levels right there as well. Yeah. But, you know, there's gotta be a couple of players going, God, I hope that she doesn't stay an extra year so we can get some shots here. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that's definitely a fair assessment. And, um, you know, like we've had a couple of players come back for like even their sixth year due to, due to like injuries and things like that. So yeah. I think it's been a whole different dynamic that, you know, players have had to go through, but also coaches like you, the uncertainty of your roster um, and spots and who to recruit. Like it's, it's been challenging and difficult. And then the transfer portal is a whole nother thing on top of that, that you're having to balance. So 
um, it's really added a whole nother element of, you know, college basketball and, you know, what it already is. Um, so it's been kind of crazy to navigate. A lot of fun. A lot of fun to watch and uh, continue to be unorthodox. Continue to be Patrick Mahomes. And uh, thank you. Good luck in the uh, Big Ten. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. Good talking with you. That's Caitlin Clark, best shooter in college basketball. This is how it sounded yesterday. Game winner against the second-rated Indiana Hoosiers. Clark comes off the screen. She's got a look. Fires it. Oh my, oh, my oh, oh, my God. What a finish. Oh, my God. Wow. And I wasn't watching, and Paulie goes, you know, turn on ABC or uh, ESPN, and I'm like, uh, what am I? And then all of a sudden I realized it was Caitlin Clark, and the game's on the line, needed to hit a three, hit a three, and uh, ended up beating uh, Indiana. And Indiana might be a Final Four team this year. Been a, a really great story. I just can't let the best player in college basketball have her hands on the ball. I know she's a decoy, but I'm okay with that. I, I If somebody else wants to take that shot, I'm okay with that. I can't let the best player... Now, it's credit to her. I can't let her go right. She's got one and a half seconds, and I got to have help. And, and that's the first thing I notice. It's like, how, how do you let her get the shot up? Very difficult shot. I love, I love how upset you get about I, this I, stuff. I do. You're like, that Indiana defense was terrible there. I said, you got to flash. You got to, I got to make her try to reset, gather. She doesn't have enough time. And then I go, oh my God. So everybody was focusing on, you know, this incredible shot. And I'm looking at, I can never let the best player. Never. Not in basketball. Can't have the ball. Not going to let you have it. Yes, Mark. I think Caitlin made a really good point about being a big star and playing for sold out playing in front of sold out arenas yeah. and then getting drafted to the Utah Stars where you play in front of, you know, right. 2000 people. I don't need if we I don't know if we need to go there. I mean, you know, just hey, she gets to play in a great atmosphere. No no disrespect to the yeah, Utah of course, Stars. Of course. Yeah, small. But it's fascinating you got the COVID year that everyone was gifted a free year of college if they wanted eligibility yeah. that I I forgot that she even had and then you throw an NIL She's not going to be making less next year with NIL. She'll be making more. Can you imagine those Big Ten coaches going, wait, she said, what about coming back for another year? I wish Tebow had this. He'd still be in Florida. <laughs> he should have never yeah. left. Yeah, yes, he, or, uh, yes, he. Yeah, like you're, you're the guard that's waiting to come up yeah. under her. Yeah. You're like, I thought for yeah. sure she'd be gone yeah. by now. I'm going to get my touches now. Uh, wait, transfer wait. portal. Hey, Kate. hey, hey, Caitlin. Good to see you. Are you a doctor? How many years see are you going to be here? <laughs> yeah. Going to get tenure. Uh, Gus in L.A. leads us off. Hi, Gus. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Mr. Patrick. Hope you and the boys had a great uh, vacation. Welcome back. Uh, best of the weekend. There's going to be no worse. You know, you boys are back in town, so let's do it. So, uh, best of the weekend. You boys know I'm coming with my Lakers. Three straight. Yeah. Four and one. Four, four and one <laughs> since the trade deadline. Yeah. That's right. A 27-point comeback. That's pretty good. Uh, another little bonus, best basketball team of Los Angeles, which is the L.A. Clippers, scored 175 points on Friday night. And oh, losing. I love it. <laughs> Hysterical. And another one is this time clock. I love that it's going to create chaos. It's going to create so much well, this didn't. No, no, the clock was mismanaged. This and that. Oh my God, I can't wait for it. 
You boys have a great week. Thank you, Gus. Good to talk to you. Barry in Santa Fe. Barry, best and worst of the weekend. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, chat row. I have a best of the weekend and the best of your week off. Okay. Best of the weekend, baseball is back. I, uh, I'm liking the pitch clock and the uh, no shift. Runners are going from first to third. Old-time baseball. Best of uh, the week off. Ten Elvis Costello shows in 14 nights in New York City. Night 10, I'm leaving the theater. Out of the corner of my eye, who do I see? One Mr. Dan Patrick. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I excused myself. I introduced myself. And uh, Dan and I had a nice chat for about the uh, 10 minutes or so. Yep. It was uh, the highlight highlight of a great week. It was great to see you, Barry. Thanks for joining us. I had sent a picture to the Danettes that uh, I was at uh, Gramercy Theater in New York seeing Elvis Costello, and then Seton goes, Barry from Santa Fe is at the show. And I go, "Yeah, I'm not going to f- see Barry in Santa Fe. We're after, after the show, we're downstairs having a beer, and all of a sudden Barry walks up to me and goes, hey, Barry from Santa Fe. And I go, of course you are. Of course <laughs> right? you are. Yeah. The show was wonderful. But have you ever gone to a show and it's too long? Yep. But, it, you know, he played all of his hits, Elvis Costello did. And at one point, my wife fell asleep. And, and it was just, it was three and a half hours. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, yeah. He, he kept playing. And then he goes, one more song. And then one more song. And he's playing like 10 straight nights? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he was playing a wide variety of things. And he had a great band with him. And uh, every time I'd see a guitar come out, like the guitar tech would put out a, gu- <laughs> yeah. a guitar, like it's the on-deck circle. And I go, hon, he's got one more song. She he's goes, got another one. I, I can't last. I can't, I can't stay up. I said, it's okay. And then at the very end, then he did like Pump It Up and Allison and uh, what else? Watching the Detectives. Oh, great. Peace, love, and understanding. Yeah. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Yes, Mark. How long do you want a concert to be? Um, I like about a, a two hour. You know, like I like my concerts. I like like uh, my baseball. You know, about <laughs> two two hours, two two fifteen. You know, maybe we, we we put you know performers on the clock there. Although I did see Springsteen was, do four hours one night, and uh, too long. It was. Because he did his preacher thing, and I'm not into the preacher thing when he does that, when he does the gospel according to. I just want to hear the songs. But, yeah, it, uh, four hours. Gave your money's worth there. Yeah, more. How long is the Taylor Swift concert? Uh, how long? I don't know. Two plus? We'll find out when I we will go. say this. Not long enough. There you go. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. That's the answer the Swifties like. Yeah. I got a blank space. And I'll write your name. <laughs> we ready to take a break? I mean, if you want. We don't have to. We don't have to. It's your show, I, your rules. I, I think I'm still working on this four-day, maybe four-hour radio show. You know, I'm thinking. I don't know. I, but I'd have to talk to management first, Okay. I'd have to talk to them because they'd probably go, no, you know, that that, you know, factors into the lineup you have with the other radio stations. And then maybe we do three hours, a bonus hour. Maybe we just uh, do that on its own. 
We work four work days. All in favor, say aye. Aye. <laughs> everybody. I got weeks, my camera, everybody is. I don't know anybody alive that would be like, nah, I like the fifth day. Let's just keep going the fifth day. I love the grind. Yeah. I love doing it every day. Because well, I come care. here on Saturday, Finn. I, I care about this audience, and you guys don't. Correct. <laughs> uh, I got to take a break here. I got to take a break here. We're back up to this. Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, uh, you're opening up more than just doors. You're unlocking potential, the potential to do your own thing. When you go in to the Sprinter van, now you can customize it however you want to. There's 16 body types. You have your choice of gas or diesel. Thousands of ways to customize it. And it's fun when you go on the website and you look at how people have customized their Sprinter vans. The uh, all-wheel drive, now it's available. Sprinter van capable and versatile enough to help drive your ambitions wherever you want them to take you. And you're going to encounter all kinds of weather. And you're going to be fine with the uh, Sprinter van. You have an awning that comes out. Nothing better than when you pull into a campsite and you set up shop, you roll out the awning, you start a fire, Maybe put some uh, Christmas lights out there as well. You sit under the stars. You have something to drink. Smoke a cigar. You're good to go. It doesn't have to be Seton and the French kid. It could be just you and your family. Now's the time. Discover what moves you. Don't wait. Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. The original light beer, 1975. Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day. I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great at it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place.
Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Fritzy just informed me that Dodger manager Dave Roberts will join us on the program. We are coming up to the annual prediction Dave Roberts usually makes on this show. Like last year, the guarantee they were going to win the World Series. Do you think Dave guarantees the Dodgers will win the World Series this year? Yeah. We may have to go back to that because I think you said um, you plan on winning World Series this year? And he goes, yeah. It was like a casual, yeah, but it was made out to be that he made this declaration. And you pounded. know what? I'll go back and I'll find it and I'll play it for him yeah. and then we'll follow up with expectations this year. I would hate if the Dodger manager with their <laughs> <Yeah>. roster didn't <laughs> say, yeah, yeah, we're going to World Series. Yes. I, like, I don't have any problem with it. Yeah, it's going to be tough. And then people... Uh, <laughs> it's going to be tough. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the Astros? Yeah. You got no shot. Um, yeah, so I'll ask him. Let's see you know, if he wants to make a prediction there. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Alan Atlanta. Hi, Al. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan. Nice to have you guys back. It's been a lonely 9 to 12 for the last week, but we got through it. All right. Best and worst of the weekend. Best of the weekend. MLS soccer is back. Atlanta United got a win. Baseball's back. And these new rules, they don't seem like they're harming anything. Able to watch a game on tape in less than two hours, fast forwarding through commercials. It was great. Worst of the weekend dates all the way back to the Super Bowl because it took me two weeks to realize I got bamboozled by my 12 year old nephew. Here's the story. The Chiefs are my hometown or birth town team. The Eagles are his birth town team. We had a pride wager where if the Chiefs won, he had to take a shower of shame in an Eagles jersey where he dumped Kansas City style barbecue sauce on his head. If the Chiefs won, I had to buy him a $99 shark card for GTA. Lo and behold, two weeks later, I find out he doesn't fit into any of his Eagles jerseys anymore because he's outgrown them. So I got to buy him an Eagles jersey. <laughs> so either way, he was getting money out of me, whether he wins or loses. Poor Al. You know, it just never goes right for Al in Atlanta. Kendrick Perkins, Big Perk, ESPN NBA analyst, and uh, won a championship with the 08 Boston Celtics. He's got a new book. Kendrick Perkins shares a different side of himself. Powerful experiences certainly go beyond basketball, the reality of being. Black in America, The Education of Kendrick Perkins, a memoir now available online wherever books are sold. Big Perk, good to talk to you again. Uh, let me start with Damian Lillard. When as a teammate do you know when somebody is in the zone? <laughs> Probably after the first 20 points and they see how efficient he is. Uh, you know, but you you could see it. You could see it from the jump. And, and usually as a guy that played with, 11 or 12 Hall of Famers, you could tell when they have it on their mind. You could tell when it's, you know, give them give them the basketball and get the hell out of the way. That was one of the moments. Uh, what was the moment that you had where somebody had that Damian Lillard night? Well, you know what? I, I, I witnessed KD go off so many times. Uh, I remember in the Western Conference Finals against the Spurs, I believe it was – uh, game six, I believe it was. He went crazy. Um, I also witnessed Paul Pierce have those moments as well. I, went, I remember game seven, 2008 of the semifinals. He went crazy. Um, and I watched LeBron do the same thing. So it was those times, man, where it was just like, you know, I saw Kevin Durant had 40 points and, and Russell Westbrook, I believe, had a 40-point triple-double in the same game, you know, and it was just those moments like when you look and say, you know what, 
these are the reason that these guys get paid the big bucks. Who do you got a beef with still that you played against? Nobody. You know, I'm a changed man since I retired, right? So it's funny because you so many guys that I had beef with on the floor, it's like when you retire, you grow up, and all of a sudden you see them, it's like, man, I love playing against you. And you're like, oh, okay, I love playing against you as well. So it's not even beef. I'm going to tell you this. This is a funny story. Richard Jefferson and I actually hated each other on the floor, hated. And all of a sudden now, since we didn't start working in the same space for us in the media and working on shows together, our relationship has grown so close. I, I talked to Richard more than I talked to anybody else I didn't ever play with or, or any of my friends. And it's just weird when you just had a connection when it's life after basketball, when you finish competing in between those lines. Who did you, like, what was the beef over? We don't even know. <laughs> That's the crazy part, right? We don't even know. And I think I think it all stemmed from, like, him and KG, and he was just like, you know what? I really just don't like none of those guys. And he just had this beef with me, and I could kind of tell. And it was just the feelings were mutual. Why did the Celtics only win one title? Because we weren't healthy. That's the only reason. KG missed 2008-2009 season. I got hurt in 2010, went healthy. I started five, never never lost a playoff series, went healthy. That's the only reason, because of health. You know, when you look back on what LeBron is going to mean to the game with the all-time leading scorer, and he's going to be top five in a sit. I mean, you know, the numbers there, Perk. Um, I've said before, LeBron, to me, has will have the greatest career of anybody. And I don't want to get in, you know, comparing Mike to LeBron. Uh, you know, if I had one game to win, I'd, I would take Mike. But if you look at the totality of a career, LeBron's resume is going to be the greatest resume in in, in uh, pro basketball history. Well, I mean, first of all, Dan, it's, you know, I'm tired of talking about the GOAT conversation. To me, it's all about your preference, okay? Like, you know, some people like to drink Hennessy and other people like to drink Ciroc. At the end of the day, it's still going to get you feeling a certain type of way. My thing is, when it comes down to LeBron, I agree with you on the greatest career. His his career, for as his resume, is longer than a holiday weekend. I was able to witness, okay, I was able to witness since the age of 13 years old, playing against him in AAU, playing with him in AAU. I was able to witness the buildup to his greatness, meaning I watched him as a 15, 16-year-old go to media training. I watched him while everybody in between games at AAU tournaments was eating McDonald's and he was eating fruit and drinking water. <laughs> so I watched him get labeled the chosen one. I, I watched him get called King James. And I'll also say this, when it comes down to pressure, pressure, it's no athlete in sports history, forget just basketball, that was under the pressure of LeBron James and has exceeded expectations. Not one. Not coming out of high school, first ESPN game, you know, the buildup around it, you know, everything and more. And he has exceeded expectations, exceeded expectations. And you were there for Pete Kobe. I, I just love these guys when you see it in their eyes like – 
man, I'm going to kill you. I, I like I'm I, every possession. Uh, what was? Did you have interaction with Kobe? Oh, so so many, so many, and you you know I, it's two it's two it's two uh, instances that I remember. It's two situations. One in 2010, Game Seven. I was on the sideline. And what people have to realize is that whoever won that, whoever won the game in that series, won the rebounding battle. In Game Seven, I believe Kobe shot six for twenty-four. But what people don't realize is that I, he had like fifteen or sixteen rebounds, and you could just see that he had to go in the paint and go grab them boards, and he was going to wield his team to victory. Then we had I have another story. You know, I was playing in Oklahoma City, and I switched out on Kobe, you know, on the pick and roll. Now, you know, I clapped my hands, and I was like, let me see. <laughs> and, and he started, he, he hit me, you know, with an in and out between the legs cross in a, you know, in a, in a pull-up jumper. And I, I almost, I almost failed. And we was running back down the floor, and he was like, all right, don't make me tear that other ACL. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you were like, come on, bring it on. Like, yeah. That's the last guy, him or Mike. Those are the guys. You don't do that to them. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no. And you know, he was the only guy that when we went through shoot around and preparation, it wasn't, it wasn't no, this is the game plan for Kobe. The game plan for, for the Lakers were let Kobe, get his because we knew he was going to be aggressive and, and counsel everybody else. That's the game plan when you played the Lakers with a Kobe Bryant. Uh, Kendrick Perkins has a book out. It's a memoir, The Education of Kendrick Perkins, now available online wherever books are sold. Also, part of ESPN's Boston Celtics All Access this Wednesday, wall-to-wall coverage of the team, followed by the uh, Cavs and Celtics at 7.30 Eastern. Wait. You're not doing this with the Lakers? I thought that it it's required that you talk about the Lakers every waking hour, Kendrick. <laughs> I know, right? You should, hey, Dan, no lie, you should see me in those, you should hear me in those production meetings, man. I, you know, it gets to the point where it gets exhausted. Okay, I understand that the Lakers actually give us a reason to talk about them, but... I tell them every day, not, 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 maybe let's start off. Let's talk about them in the E topic. Like we don't have to start off every show talking about the Lakers. But it feels like, you know, Perk, that they'll, SportsCenter would talk more about the Lakers comeback against the Mavs than what Dame did scoring 71 against the Rockets, right? Yeah, but, but I will say this. It's just the effect of LeBron James though, Dan. That's the thing, right? Yeah. When LeBron was in Miami, we talked about Miami. Yep. Matter of fact, they had an ESPN Miami. When LeBron was in Cleveland, they had an <laughs> ESPN Cleveland. And I, I, I always say this, right? It's a difference. They have so, – so this is the way that I look at it. For example, I look at you, you know, guys that have, have, have done this, this whole media space to them fullest and have been great at it. I look at guys like yourself and Barkley and Stephen A and, you know, Scott Van Pelt. And I look at y'all and I say, y'all in the group of the powerful group. And then they have a popular group. 
right, where you could just see them every now and then. You see guys on there like myself who just getting started, J.J. Reddick. We're popular now, but we're not powerful yet. See, powerful people moves the needle. And that's when it comes down to us seeing, you know, us talk about the Lakers rather than talk about uh, Damian Lillard because we're basically talking about LeBron James. Yeah. Like if LeBron James isn't on the Lakers, we don't talk about the Lakers that damn much. Mm -hmm. If Kobe Bryant isn't on the Lakers, we don't talk about the Lakers that damn much. So that's the difference of actually being powerful. Uh, the story that I'm going to take away from this book, The Education of Kendrick Perkins, a memoir, what's the one story that you want us taking away from this? You know what, Dan, it's two. One, I, I, I will, you know, I think every book has a starting point. Like, and I think that's the hard part of actually writing a book, in my opinion, from learning. Uh, it was easy for me. Um, I lost my mom when I was five years old. She was shot and killed by, quote, unquote, one of her best friends. Uh, my oh, dad was in New Zealand, never in my life. So I was taken in by my grandparents, my grandmother, and my grandfather. My grandmother made 40 to $60 a week as a housekeeper. My grandfather made $350 a month uh, as the janitor at the church. I grew up in the house that my great-grandfather built where the ceilings was, was six five. So by the time I got into the ninth grade, I couldn't fit in the damn house. And I had to go through so much adversity. Uh, I had to learn and search for security at times because my grandparents did a hell of a job. I loved them to death, but I was still searching for that security for us just wondering, hey, if my mom was living or my dad was in my life, how would things be? And so my wife always tell me now, she's like, you don't really show too much emotions. Like we'll go to a funeral and she don't never see me cry. And I always tell her, I don't have any more tears to shed because I've cried myself to sleep so many nights as a young kid. But I also would like people to take away from, especially seeing the African-American community, you get frowned upon uh, if you tell someone or someone that you're close to or maybe just friends right if you tell them hey man i'm going to counseling i need help for my for my mental you get judged and you get laughed at so i shared my book about my experience when i was with the oklahoma city thunder in the off season while i went down to lawrence kansas and i went to anger management for a month and a half uh, and I was in a classroom from eight to five in the evening with these high powered doctors, uh, that was also in there with me as well from, you know, getting in trouble and they respect the fields, uh, you know, abusing their power. So I'm in there with anesthesiologists, spinal surgeons, you name it. And I learned so much being there for us just learning how to, you know, let things go, learning how to uh, not put myself in certain positions, Learn, learning how to fast forward and think about, should I go to certain things or should I just stay home? So that I could kind of, you know, not say foresee the future, but actually put myself in the right position. And so I share that story, one, because it's, one, it's my journey, but I also share it to let people know that it's okay to go out there and seek help to protect your mental. So if you having a problem, like go sit down and talk with somebody, like it's crucial. So 
those are the two messages. And the message as far as how my upbringing is like, so many people stop when they hit adversity. Well, I've learned I got to figure things out. And I figure things out on the fly. I don't let it stop me in my tracks. Good to talk to you, Perk. Glad you're doing well. Thank you, and good luck with the book. Dan, thanks for having me on. I appreciate you, Legend. That is Kendrick Perkins. The book is The Education of Kendrick Perkins, a memoir now available online wherever books are sold. Also part of ESPN's Boston Celtics All Access. That'll be Wednesday, wall-to-wall coverage of the team, followed by Cavs Celtics, 730 Eastern. We'll come back after this on The Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together, we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right, Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. I don't know. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope. I was wrong because then I tried right brand bacon and honestly, I was speechless. And you know, it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly, but it was mind blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job. And I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick cut, flip your whole world upside down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. If Anthony Davis meant to say this, but after the win, he was uh, giving an assessment on one of his teammates and had this to say. 
being down 27, 14 and you know a half, and he comes out and you know set the tone for it defensively on Luca. Um, and like on the other end, he 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 know guys like to play off of him and, and make him shoot, and he know how to play off of it. You know, with his corner cutting and um, crashing to the glass, getting us extra possession. So um, his value um, for our team. Um, you, you can't even put it into words, you know, what he brings and, and does for us. So um, having a player like that um, definitely helps us. Yeah, he can't shoot. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt. Yeah. But he can play good defense on uh, on Luka there. All right. We'll get some more phone calls in there. I, I always love the reaction when Jake Paul, is that his name? Jake Paul ends up fighting. And then, you know, when he wins, be like, well, he didn't fight anybody. And then now that he's lost, it was like, yep, he's a fraud. Well, oh, he is a great marketer. You know, he he picks and chooses who he's going to fight. He strategizes here. Is he your typical boxer? No. Like, you know, if the Kardashians put on boxing gloves, they would be (laughs) the Paul brothers. That's what they do. They troll you. And then you, you know, buy into it. The reason why networks and shows have him on is because he has a great following. That's all they're doing, playing the hits. I mean, he's not hes not a bo- great boxer. I mean, but he, he's held his own with the people that he's faced. But, you know, when you get this, oh, yeah, I told you. I mean, it, he didn't get knocked out by, you know, Fury's brother. No, split decision. They have a rematch. Huh? So people are like, oh, I knew he was a fraud. Well, he's not a great boxer. He doesn't follow, you know, sort of the the course that you do when you're trying to start out in boxing, fighting against a lot of people. He picks and chooses. Yeah, Paul. Imagine being the announcer, though, and you're trying to sell it. I'm now fighting Jake Paul versus Tyson Fury's brother. (laughs) You got to drop the brother down and fool some people. Yeah. Now, if he fought, you know, Tyson Fury, okay, now we can figure it out. But nobody's beating Tyson Fury. I mean, this is what boxing is now. You know, because of UFC, now we have gimmick stuff. I, I'm sure that Conor McGregor is going to be fighting somebody again. Floyd Mayweather is probably going to be fighting somebody. I mean, it's all like novelty things there. Yeah, Paul. Could you see, and they're probably already thinking about it. This is not a new idea. The Paul brothers putting together some type of like, almost like a celebrity fighting league where they come up with like weight classes, men mm. and women, and have famous people for different reasons fighting who are famous. Yeah, but I don't want to see Lamar Odom get in the ring with Screech or somebody. You may not, but what if they could put together a card mm. four times a year that has, like, c- celebrity beefs are settled. And they may have already done this. I think I they don't have. pay attention to their career path. Like but. Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan fighting each other. Or if there was some type of current beef of celebrities, say, all right, let's put in some uh, 16-ounce gloves and go four rounds. Yeah. Yes, Todd. You wouldn't watch her make a skeptical out of her boxing career? No, Why not? I, I just... You know, I was fortunate to have covered boxing when boxing was, you know, up there. It was really, really important. You know, Tyson, you know, 1986, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, Vito Anafermo, uh, Ray Mancini, uh, Ollie at the end of his career, Larry Holmes, Michael Spinks, Leon Spinks, uh, Alexis Arguello. Uh, Aaron Pryor, like I, I was so fortunate to have covered a lot of these big boxing matches uh, that now I see it and there's like there's there's no pulse there anymore. But UFC is is taking away that pulse. Yeah, Paul. But imagine if you offered, uh, well, it may not work because these guys are pretty rich already. Pete Davidson and Kanye West fifty million dollars each to fight six rounds. People would tune into that in a weird way. I know it's ugly and. 
Those are two big. That's a, I would guess a huge celebrity beef. But Here's, I want to watch good boxing. Oh, I don't. I, <laughs> we're, I, not, we're not for you then. I'm sorry. I, the sweet science. There's something about, and there is nothing like a heavyweight title fight. Nothing. When you're there and it is, it is real. Like somebody, somebody's getting out of here in bad shape. Yeah, Seaton. I think there's absolutely a market for the people that you're talking about. Like I just like I like the craft of boxing and the sweet science and everything. I do. There's also a whole other market for let's just watch these two people beat the crap out of each other. I don't care how ugly it is. Yeah. Cardi B's putting on the gloves. I'm, some people are going to tune in. Uh, but look, Logan Paul is just trolling you. Like he knows what he's doing. He's a really, really good marketer. And he's a decent boxer. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. What did I have? Logan, Logan Paul. Paul. He's a marketing troll, yeah, too. Yeah, he does it, too. <laughs> How about way. Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad? One more item. We close that hour, two. Time for new tires. Always remember TireRack.com, because then you're going to go, oh, that's right, Dan Patrick always talks about TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. There's so many things you'll love about. First of all, they have the experience. They have the knowledge. They have the passion. Plus, the easy-to-use tire decision guide. If you say, I don't know anything about tires, it's okay. They know everything about tires. Answer a few questions. Get a personalized tire recommendation. In two minutes, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. They have the full lineup of Sumitomo tires, test results, tire ratings. You can skip the waiting room in a lot of areas. They offer mobile tire installation. A tire rack technician brings the tires to your home or office. Game-changing, tire-changing, TireRack.com. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan and see for yourself. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. This past weekend for Mother's Day, I'm treating my wife while grilling. I'm treating myself with a Miller Lite. Miller Lite, it just tastes right. Whether it's barbecue season or just celebrating a regular day with burgers and dogs, with a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 